Welcome to Epileptic Rants. My name's Lucas. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. All I'm going to do is get on here and rant. How is everyone doing today? I'm doing great. I'm thankful that I was able to get up and put my knees on the ground and thank the Lord for life, grace, and salvation. Oh, those are gifts that I never thought I would be so thankful for until after I got them. I used to not pray that much, but now I find myself praying every day, many, many times a day. I didn't really start praying until one day when I needed it. I woke up out of a coma in a hospital bed. It was a diabetic coma. I don't know how long I'd been out, but I know it was a day at least. But I woke up and I asked what had happened. Was it another seizure? And they said no. It was a coma, a diabetic coma. They said we just about lost you. And something felt different. It was scary. I was afraid. I was afraid of death and what death would bring. It put in perspective how fragile life really is. I climbed off the bed and I got on my knees and I said a prayer. I don't remember what I said, but I know I said a desperate, true prayer. And I got back on the bed. People say the Lord works in mysterious ways. But hindsight's twenty twenty. As I was laying there, eating my, I'm not sure if it was lunch or dinner, but I know I'd been eating a meal. My best friend walked through the door. And what did he do? He invited me to church. That was the last thing I was expecting, was an invitation to church. But I didn't turn it down, and I went. And it was that invitation that changed my life. I don't know if you want to call it the coma, the prayer, the invitation, but the whole situation changed my life. It led me to the Lord. It led me to salvation. It led me to being born again. You can read those words. You must be born again a hundred times, a thousand times. But they don't mean anything until you are born again. You become something new. The old man dies. Anybody who goes to church has heard it a thousand times. And any born-again Christian knows every word of it's true. It's funny how the Lord works. This was going to be a cat rant. And it turned into a salvation rant. Wow, I guess I'm just so happy to be saved, just so happy to be a Christian, so humbled by the Lord's grace. Oh, it just makes me feel so good just to tell people about Jesus. I got to witness to a nurse today at a doctor's appointment. I just love it. I love telling people I love Jesus and he loves me, that he loved me first. Even when I didn't even know him, he loved me. I love telling people that he loves them too. It's good for three things. You can find a brother. 
you can help lead someone to salvation or you can run somebody out of your life forever. It's going to do one of those three things. I like finding brothers and I like leading people to salvation and hopefully the ones that get ran away they come back later just asking questions or they come back later on smiling saying now I know what you were talking about because a seed had been planted every born-again Christian has a testimony share it plant those seeds order those seeds you never know you could be the one one day to help save another soul from hell eternal hellfire just like someone helped save you one day by the power of the Lord's grace now on to that rant anyone who's been listening knows I just got a cat I adopted a cat well I don't know if you want to say I adopted her but it was the same friend who invited me to church had a cat and gave her to me he couldn't keep her due to his dogs so I took her in and I went and got her spayed and I'm gonna keep her before I knew if I could keep her or not I called my local animal shelter to basically see if I could give her up and my local animal shelter is full they were actually closed but whenever the time came and they opened they said they were full and they weren't taking any more animals in so now that I know that I can keep her I've already got her spayed and she's had her shots so here I am I found a story on CNN and it says pet adoptions have skyrocketed during the pandemic says across the US many shelters have used their social media accounts to post images of rows and rows of empty cages as a way to share news that they didn't anticipate all their animals were quickly adopted we cleared the shelter all of our adoptable animals have been adopted staff at Riverside County Animal Services in California shared on Instagram earlier this month elsewhere in California Sherry Franklin said she had also seen an uptick in adoptions through her San Francisco-based nonprofit, Muttville. Franklin, who was named a CNN hero in 2016, and her team rescue senior dogs from shelters and find them forever homes. Under California's shelter-in-place order, implemented six weeks ago, animal shelters are deemed as essential. However, Franklin made the decision to close hers for the safety of her employees and volunteers. She and her team moved all 86 dogs out of their shelter and into foster homes, which is no small feat. What was really amazing was the community that poured in to help, Franklin said. We got over 200 foster applications in a week. We used to get 20 in a week. Franklin and her team worked fast to come up with new protocol to safely adopt out dogs and follow social distancing guidelines. The organization began doing virtual adoption meetings where the foster parent introduces the dog to the potential adopters via Zoom or FaceTime. People are really on the edge of their seat, Franklin said of the virtual meetings. It's almost like they want to reach out and touch that dog. 
Since adapting its process after the shelter-in-place order, the organization has adopted out 135 dogs. I hate to use this term, but the dogs are flying off the shelves, Franklin said. It's a time when people are looking for comfort, continuity, and something they can focus on other than the crazy news. Zahar and Chris, who asked that CNN leave out their last names, had already been thinking about adopting a dog. When self-quarantine began, it seemed like the right time for them, so the couple began the process to adopt Granny, a senior terrier mix. For a lot of people during this period, nothing exciting is happening, Chris said, so it was nice to have a whole new thing to explore over the past few weeks. Muttville has also altered its process for adopters to pick up their dogs once the adoption has been approved. The foster parent dropping off the dog and the adopter must wear masks and gloves. The dog is bathed right before the adoption and wears a brand new harness. And the group has set up a system so dogs can be safely clipped to a fence during handoff, allowing both parties to stay six feet apart. We really have homed in on every single step that could possibly have any kind of contamination, Franklin said. Though the process of adopting is a little different these days, Franklin thinks it's a great time to adopt a dog, but she hopes that once COVID-19 is over, people continue to appreciate how important dogs can be in our lives. I really hope that as we move forward and we move on from this crisis mode, people really realize that dogs are there for us and that ultimately we should always be there for them. Franklin said, my dream and my hope is that shelters will continue to be empty. Now, I just love that story. I'm just glad my animal shelter wasn't empty because then I wouldn't have this beautiful cat laying here on my bed next to me right now. Well, I'm posting a little late today. It's because I had a doctor's appointment this morning. I had to go get my VNS looked at. For anyone who doesn't have epilepsy or VNS, VNS stands for Vagus Nerve Stimulator. It's an implant I have in my chest that connects to my brain. It sends electrical impulses to my brain to try to help control my seizures. It does a decent job of controlling them. It doesn't stop them, but it more or less, I guess, schedules them to where I know how often they're going to come and I get a pretty good idea of when they're coming. That's better than living a life with uncontrolled epilepsy. So now I live a life with controlled epilepsy. I got told today not to worry about having my cat, not to worry about keeping her, that it wasn't going to be a big deal. So that was a good thing to hear. Now that's one less thing to worry about. As for what I'm doing in my free time, right now I'm binge watching House, the show that used to come on Fox about that doctor. Yep, that's what I'm doing. I'm binge-watching House. The show seems to be a bit dark, though. There's not much happiness except only in the end after he saves his patients. Yeah, it tends to run a little dark, but I can handle it. I just like the puzzles. And my dad used to love the show, so it kind of reminds me of him. So I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by, and I hope you're having a blessed day. Just know that 
a lot of people didn't wake up today. Just waking up is a blessing all its own. Today's podcast is going to run a little short, but at least I put one out. That's the good thing. I try to keep a schedule. I try to put out a podcast and a blog post every single day that I feel good, except Sunday. If I don't ever post, then I'm not feeling good, or I've had a seizure, and I'm recovering from that seizure. So, if nothing else, I put out a podcast today. So, I thank you for tuning in, and may the Lord bless you.